follow your instinct and seek advice from somebody um, there's something for everyone and you know don't be put off by something that doesn't work straight away um, and keep delving keep learning keep looking um, and until you get to the place where you want to be um, yeah don't don't be put off by something that doesn't go right um, initially and and I think the more people that you talk to um, the more you sort of you continue on that journey and you will will get you closer to where you want to end up. Hello and welcome to the Natural Healthcare Network podcast. My name is Deb McLeod and I really appreciate your sitting in and listening in. Today we have Eloise Schwert joining us. She is a private chef, a nutritional therapist, and she is a plant-based and raw food tutor. Today she's here to share her story with us and I hope you find it as interesting as I did. Thank you so much for joining me, Eloise. It is great to have you on my show. Hi, Deb. It's lovely to be here. (laughs) That's exactly how it is. Great to have you on. That's terrific. So we are here to talk about you and your story, which I think is really inspiring because you're a chef, you're a trained chef, you're also an artist, which is not a surprise because chefs are artists, I think, because they're putting together beautiful food for people most of the time. And you and I also studied together at the College of Naturopathic Medicine. And I just thought it'd be nice to hear a little bit of the background of, of how you got to be where you are what drove you to this point, what you're doing now, and what you're hoping to do going forward. Is that okay? Does that sound all right? Absolutely. I suppose, you know, starting out doing the artistic sort of, uh, you know, creative uh, avenues, I fell into um, cooking because it's very sculptural and I loved food and it was creative as well as um, I got to eat delicious food at the end of it. And um it was it was all very exciting and I had so much to learn and um I think it's just you know from from learning how to cook originally I I then sort of grew more of an interest into understanding about what I was actually putting into my body and food in that sense um and that's what sort of naturally took me into wanting to study nutrition um and you know just learning how to actually feed my body nourish my body as well as um, make tasty delicious food which as we all know um, not everything that's tasty is necessarily good for you in um, large quantities or uh, on a day-to-day basis you know eating restaurant um, quality food isn't always going to make you feel as good as you can do so for me that was my natural progression from food into nutrition and um and just learning how to sort of understand my body and find the balance that's right for me and and it it was just a it was just really interesting journey in that sense can can i ask you what was it that really it's going to sound silly because you know everyone's going to say well it's food but what what really drove you to want to become a chef initially what was it that got hmm. you interested Oh, traveling um, and seeing what uh, what food was being eaten, you know, uh, street food in particular. Um, I did quite a few sort of um, adventurous road trips and 
really off the sort of beaten um, track. Um, I just was so inspired and excited by food, just, you know, whether it be um, like just crazy sort of ingredients such as insects or strange body parts that you would never usually think of eating mm-hmm. and just and just realizing that there's you know every single part of of um of of an animal can be eaten and and you know learning how to sort of bring the best out of these ingredients that wouldn't necessarily be used um back home um it just really excited me and I felt sort of fell in love with food I think through through traveling um but also you know my mum's always cooked um like fresh delicious uh home cooked food and 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 I think I've always loved food um since as long as I can remember so it was a natural sort of progression when trying to sort of decide what I would do um as a career I suppose um as a career choice yeah, and your mom has your mom and dad have a beautiful farm. Uh, we were just talking about that the small holding that they have, and that mm-hmm. certainly is a wonderful place to inspire the real tastes and flavors that food have to offer. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I grew up in London, and uh, my mom and dad had this wild dream to sort of um, jump ship and move to the countryside. Um, to begin with, that was a, a big shock, and I was at that age where I sort of wanted to like you know, still have one foot in London and God, I mean, watching what they managed to do and and seeing everything sort of be built up from nothing was just so inspiring. And then, you know, being able to sort of reap the rewards from all their hard work and, you know, use all of the produce from the vegetable garden and just have um, all these beautiful herbs and, and vegetables, you know, in abundance during the sort of the seasons has just been, um, yeah, it's been very inspiring. So did your mom already have a, a sense of knowledge of how to grow things, the the nutritional value to a degree, or was it just something that she wanted to do, She or your mom and dad, I should say, that they wanted to do, and they just felt like we have to do, we have to grow these beautiful, wonderful things, which then inspired you? Yeah, I think it's... Um, they 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 didn't really have any experience but they wanted to ha- have livestock and and grow vegetables and and they did it really well because like everything they do they throw everything into it and um with the help of our incredibly talented friend and gardener Helen uh, my mum and her sort of plotted out the vegetable garden which then in turn you know was so um bountiful that they began supplying lots of local restaurants and uh, with the produce and and I was very lucky to be able to use it for all of my events as well um and you know just being able to put these like wonderful homegrown flowers to finishing touch on a canopy just it just takes it to a different level so I've been incredibly lucky because without the produce um you don't really have anything to work with and and uh but but no it's, it was a learning it was all a learning um curve for them and uh there was lots of times I think where you know certain crops didn't necessarily work out as well but it's a learning process and um and you sort of uh have better luck next time hopefully so yeah but it's been it's been um a great thing to sort of watch grow and um and now I'm starting to do my own allotment so it's all trial and error for me at the moment but it's um it's 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 fun 
really fun. That's good because I see you show pictures of that on your Instagram page from uh, from time to time again, don't you? Your your allotment and yeah. how it's going. So, were you? training to become a chef when they had the farm or was that you know I'm not going to stay on that long I just think it's really quite fun to hear Mm -hmm. that it's easy to see part of your drive and determination and excitement about food and your um, drive to succeed through your parents which is really cool but were you were you doing some chef training when they had the farm um well yeah I I did I was lucky enough to do uh Prue Leith's um sort of basics of cooking when I was at school instead of A-levels I did a B-tech in art and design and I did this uh, lease cookery course which sort of gave me the confidence to cook um, and the basic understanding of food at quite a young age Um, so I did feel like I I sort of knew certain terminologies and um, and certain processes which which just bodes well for sort of um moving forward but at that time I didn't know that I wanted to actually use it um professionally um and I think it was when I sort of really landed my first restaurant job that that it sort of took a more um serious turn but I think having that basic understanding was really really helpful um although you know I just learned and relearned everything at every turn once being thrown into sort of the restaurant um, industry um so yeah but no it, it was definitely useful to have that under my belt um it's uh, I mean in some respects you could say wow it sounds almost like a dream and everything was really simple for you which I know it was <laughs> you know it took me so long to know what I wanted to do and for so long I didn't know what I wanted to do and that was oh, right. really difficult and uncomfortable time I think I I do really remember that standing out just feeling like so lost and what do I want to do what I want to do something that I love but I need to do something that I can you know earn a living from and I think for so many people that is a really difficult thing to actually find and I often talk to people who are at that point and I and I say you know I can so remember being there and you know it suddenly it just clicks into place and well I hope that it will do at some point for, for everybody but that's sort of what happened for me I suppose um it was just like well yeah food <laughs> I'll throw my, I love food and and I'll throw myself into that industry so um but yeah, no, it's just it, it just became clear at a certain point. It was just um, it just made sense. And it does have quite the reputation for being a grueling industry to get into, really. So um, that must have been. Was that? Did you mind that at all, or was it that you just thought, well, I'm used to hard graft because my family is that way? Would mm-hmm. you just think this is what I want to do, and I don't care? I don't care. Yeah, I, I think. I I was used to hard graft, but I don't think I was used to as hard graft as when (laughs) I was doing those sort of chef hours and, and, you know, full on service, um, sort of a shift, you know, which really just, it's it's just a whirlwind. Um, and you, you do just get completely lost. You're part of a team and you're, you know, you all bounce off each other and you're all needed. Um, catering and cooking it's 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 really full-on and it's um but it's so rewarding at the end of you know at the end of a service or at the end of a an event it's really there's there's no you feel so elated um so it's like you know it it's got that it's got that really hard element to it but it's just it's so rewarding at the end of it and when people say 
they've had a lovely meal it's just like it means the world so hey listen i love your food your food (laughs) is so rewarding for the end user (laughs) oh that's nice to hear thank you (laughs) you know i you know i'm a big fan of yours i always and everyone you know everyone at cnm always was so excited when you were bringing things in for us to try and that you know that doesn't end and it's obvious that you do love it but one of the things I'm wondering about is when you were you were working really hard, obviously, working for restaurants, what was the progression for you? How did you, I, I know I've read about this and people who go on your website can see your story and all, but I'd like to hear you talk about, I always like to hear tipping points for people. What was it that makes that transition of saying, I'm doing this, but now I'm going to go and do something else that I mean, it all falls in line. They all make sense. But um, I'd just like to hear more about what it was that made you decide I have to do something different now with, with the qualifications I have. What am I going to do next? Mm-hmm. What was that? Um, I was sort of uh, offered two jobs at the same time, um, one as a photographer's assistant and one in a Michelin-star restaurant um, working for Sky Gindel. Uh, at Peachtum Nurseries and and I think I was just it it was an opportunity I couldn't turn down working for Sky and working at Peachtum um an opportunity to learn so much and um in a beautiful setting and um and just a, with a, a very inspiring people so for me um that's what sort of pushed me into actually taking the career path down the food route um and and I I still love photography and I still love art and all of that stuff but I've merged it into doing food so I I take photos of of my food or you know play with Instagram a bit um so I think you know yeah I've managed to get the best out of both worlds um in that sense and and yeah just just the learning just the, the the amount of stuff that um you know there is to learn in cooking it's just you know it's it's never ending um so for me I think that's that was sort of like a a big pull as well you obviously pour your creative skills into your food in so many different ways because one it looks beautiful and two it really does taste as beautiful as it looks so without a doubt I can certainly sing those praises over and over again but Mike, you know, you're working in a Michelin star restaurant, doing all of that. But what was it, you know, and you talked about the food that you were making there. What was it that really got you into thinking, well, I want to go to school and learn about nutritional therapy? Where was that transition? When did that happen? I think that happened after I started um, working in a few different restaurants after having worked at Peachtum for a few years. Um, I was definitely like I was starting to do private events and um, and write my own menus, um, st- starting to sort of take inspiration from different chefs and um, I just I just had this urge to sort of you know, I just really wanted to know more about different kinds of food and um, I went to work in this raw food restaurant uh, called Nama and just sort of was blown away by sort of the diff just looking at food in a different way and um and all of the amazing you know traditional dishes that um I learned 
had to do that was so delicious um, in numerous different restaurants. Um, it just sort of threw that all upside down, and it was really about sort of looking at um, looking at the the sort of raw the the raw element of food and and using just just that um, in so many different ways, and and that was really inspiring. And I think that was sort of the knock-on effect that I then, um, you know, wanted to take it more seriously in, in understanding nutrition. And um, and I went off to also study raw food with uh, Plant Lab. Um, so it, it was it was sort of a knock-on effect there. And then I, I came into the world of like, you know, fermenting or kombucha and, and all of these other things that, that um, you know, we as nutritionists um, find so interesting. Um, yeah, they all go hand in hand. So um, I think that was the start. I remember when we were studying together, you were doing the plant lab training as well. That must have been really difficult because you you were still working as a chef, weren't you? You're still doing your proper, I say proper work, but you were doing your chefing while we were studying mm-hmm. and you were st- taking two courses at the same time. That's insane. Yeah. How did you do that? I was very lucky because um, I did levels one and two online because I, being a chef, had quite a lot of the equipment I needed or knew the ingredients. And um, so I, I did that in my summer holidays. And oh, right. I that was my treat to myself um, from studying, which was you know all consuming at the time. So yeah. I kind of just like loved being able to do something um, which I really enjoyed um, that was like hands on and and creative, and you know got to make pre- plates look pretty and and that was just it was fun. I I, lo- I just enjoyed it, um, and I just thought I, I, it was so exciting, um, and that's why I think I've. I've always loved still having one foot in the door with my cooking and still learning, um, you know, continuing to learn every day about nutrition. Um, we studied and it was, it was, yeah, it was incredibly um, all consuming. Um, and, and I think I like having a bit of both to sort of go from one to the other with, um, you know, one's, one's much more physical and one's much more sort of like a, you know, mental, I suppose, in that sense. So, yeah, it's nice to have a bit of both. Has um, has it really transformed your skills as a chef to have gone through the nutritional aspect? Yeah, definitely. I I, I don't feel well. You know, I've got people who who ask me who come with a list of um, like as long as my arm of dietary requirements now, and I know. That there's something I'll be able to cook for them mm-hmm. so um it's just enabled me to sort of really think um you know much on a much broader scale and be able to work with people um for their individual needs which obviously as we know is so important for every every single person has has a different need or want so yeah I just I do feel like it's um it's something that I'm not phased by as, as I probably would have been um, before studying nutrition. Um, and, yeah, and that's nice. Do you find, uh, you know, from your experience of working in the traditional chef world, do you feel that you get any pushback from people you used to work with? Uh, that My point on this is having worked in a conventional, the conventional restaurant world where mm-hmm. you have – 
foods that as nutritional therapists we wouldn't deem as healthy yeah really yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then transitioning into your current role as more of a nutritional chef mm-hmm. and that aspect do you are those those two divides meeting quite nicely or is there more of a friction between those two parts of the cookery world does that make sense internally internally I feel like when I'm cooking some of the more decadent sort of lavish um, indulgent meals that a lot of my clients still want to enjoy for celebrate you know celebrations um I'm thinking oh like you know (laughs) this is not what I should be you know necessarily cooking for people if I really wanted them to be you know but you know not everyone is going to eat perfectly all of the time and when people have a celebration they want to you know have whatever it may be that that's their favorite this or their favorite that so I'm not really strict with myself in that sense um inside I'm thinking you know it's not something I would necessarily um you know eat every day but why not for a celebration um push the boat out if that's what if that's what they want to do then I'm more than happy to provide that service um but at the same time I have got a lot of clients who will want me to do that for them um, on a special occasion, but then they'll also want me to, you know, bring them kombucha or uh, raw juices and um, whatever it may be. Um, So I think people's minds are a lot more open, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to entertaining, um, they're going to be a bit more cautious to um, not scare all their guests off. Um, So... (laughs) right yeah you can help them you can help prepare for the blowout but then you're there to support them to back up that blowout and and help them have some healthy meals afterwards (laughs) yeah and I think you know each person's different and I do get contacted by people who just want to have um you know plant-based food or just want to have um you know nutritious food or uh you know it, it just really depends on the event and the person um So, but as I say, I am, I'm flexible and I don't want to alienate anybody, but it's nice to be able to start communication with each person and then we sort of go from there. Yeah. Well, you never would anyway, because you're so good at that sort of thing of just finding out what the people want to do. You've, you've done all these amazing, this amazing training. You've done the work with Plant Lab. You've got your certifications with them. You're a qualified nutritional therapist. How has that how has that progressed for you? Are you, you're doing a variety of things, aren't you mm-hmm. right now? Do you want to talk yeah. through those? Cause I think it's just fantastic. All the different stuff that you've been doing. Well, I was, I was really, I was really excited when I sort of um, started going into teaching. So uh, teaching at Demuth Cookery School, right. I assisted for a while and, um, and that was really fun and uh, a really inspirational place to work as well. Um, and then I did some teaching for CNM on their natural chef course, um, which was also really fun. Um, and I do enjoy teaching. Um, unfortunately, the natural chef um, course being in London has meant that it was only um, quite part time. But um, and I, I do hope that they perhaps open one up nearer to to me here perhaps in Bristol at some point but um one thing but no it's 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 really fun teaching and I like that sort of um you know interactive experience and um and I'm yeah I'm, I'm hoping to do some more uh 
short courses and stuff myself from home um, when I finally managed to get everything ready and, um, you know, uh, and also once this um, this strange time we're in has has blown over. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird time in our lives right now. So I'm going to ask you a little bit about DeMuths and CNM, if you don't mind. And did you, when you were working with them, were you designing the courses? Maybe not so much at DeMuths, but did you help them with the courses and or recipes and or how to structure things at CNM? Did you do any of that? They, um, they were... Uh, asking for everybody they had a bit of a um changeover in terms of of the course leader um and at that time they wanted to rewrite some of the recipes and stuff so um yeah I was asked to help um develop some of the recipes um which was really nice um but it's all been put on hold and stuff due to um you know my location and um and I think for me it's it's a bit difficult to travel all the way up and teach and so I've decided actually to take um a break from teaching at CNM in London oh right um so as I say you know I am hoping that if if they were to do the course closer to home it would it would um I'd be able to continue but it, it it's it, it's quite a long way so I I've I've uh I've let them know that um I'm going to take a break for now mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, but that doesn't mean you're necessarily taking a break from it, period, does it? I mean, aren't you providing some cookery courses at home? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, so I'm 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 sort of hoping that, you know, I think this this will all kick off after coronavirus has blown over. And also I'm working on um in the future doing a sort of a program um which will be available to my clients um and on my website as well. Um, uh, I haven't started, uh, sort of, uh, it's not, it's not going to be anytime soon, but it will, um, it's in the pipeline. Well, it hasn't started because you've been doing something else right now, haven't you? You've been very, I think it's very clever because you, I know you do provide nutritional therapy. You work with some people, but you're also cooking meals, aren't you? Yeah, I've, I've sort of, uh, been quite adaptable and um since having all of my events cancelled um I've been really lucky that I've uh I've been able to offer this delivery service so um yeah it's just been it's been quite nice thinking outside the box and um being able to deliver nice home-cooked food to people's doors um for them during this time and it's 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 really taken off so yeah I'm very thankful for that well, can you tell me a little bit more about that? I mean, where are you doing this? What's how did you get into it? Are you doing it on your own, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Yeah, I'm doing it on my, on my own from home for um, my clients um, and new and old. Um, so there is some information which I posted on social media. I need to update my website with it. There's nothing about it on my website as of yet, but I will get onto that. Um, because yeah I mean I, I, I am delivering um, door-to-door all the necessary measures taken and, and just dropping um, the food at the door and helping people to to, to keep nourished. <laughs> it's exciting it's exciting so have you got do you do a set menu do they uh, place an order what do they do how does this work? I've got a healthy menu and then I've got a traditional menu. Oh, right. So um, people can order what they want. So people who've never tried jackfruit um, 
you know, pushing the boat out and they're, they're ordering jack, jackfruit tacos. But for those who, you know, jackfruits are a little bit too far out, far-fetched for, there's, you know, there's other options. Um, so it really just depends what uh, what people want to have. And and if they want to try um, a raw vegan banoffee pie, then it's there for them to order. If they want a normal banoffee pie, then, you know, I can, I can probably do that for them too. So, yeah. <laughs> it's it's really up to people and what they feel like um like trying yeah i have no doubt you can set all of that so how do you source your foods what do you do about that because i know how picky you are what do you do oh i use a, a a variety of different suppliers um where i can i stock up on um my store cupboard ingredients um and uh i use numerous different suppliers such as um essentials they're very good um or tree harvest i mean it just there's loads of incredible people out there um selling you know incredible produce uh, there's there's lots of different um cooperatives in Froome as well um where local farmers um meet up and you can put your order in and get your food pre-ordered as well as other local shops um and uh our allotment and the vegetable garden at my mum's house. <laughs> so That's a nice. mixture of all of them. Yeah. Um, uh, and I always try to get, you know, a, a seasonally um, sourced foods. And, and at the moment, obviously, I'm using a lot of wild garlic and making wild garlic butter this and um, and just, you know, making use of, of what we've got um, naturally growing around us. So I'm, I'm lucky. My, my partner is a forager, so... Um, yeah, it's 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 a nice little add-on to have to to the sort of store cupboard, cupboard I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, hence the name. You've got that. So, because you you offer courses on on foraging as well, is that right? Between you and George, you do that. Yeah, yeah. I I would I would say George is more of the the knowledgeable forager, mm-hmm. um, but I'll uh, cook up some tasty goodies and um, we'll provide some treats for the walk. Um, or we just do uh, sort of foraged inspired meals, so wild, wild sort of dinners um, inspired by what's what's available at that time. And do you feel that you've become? Uh, well, I'm I'm sure as a chef you're very different, but do you because you would just your progression from over the years and uh, as we all get older, and I I mean this nicely because you're still really young, but mm-hmm. do you feel having the knowledge as a nutritional chef, nutritional therapist, and a chef has that changed your abilities as a nutritional therapist with your clients? Well, I mean having been on the course with all of our lovely group of NNC members and and everyone um, I'm I'm always inspired by what everyone else is cooking and and <laughs> I mean I think you know it's good for me to have the the basics of being a chef because I do find it easy to sort of create recipes and and dishes but um as I say like I'm always drawing inspiration from from everybody else's ideas as well like I think a foodie's a foodie you know yeah yeah, if, yeah. If you live and breathe food you live and breathe breathe through but that that's what I do so so for me the two definitely um feed into one another and it, it helps it, it helps both ways mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and do you I mean I would I would hope that you have um clients that are coming to you saying you that do they know that you're not only a chef that you are a nutritional therapist I would hope they would know that do they 
Well, it's nice when I'm when I am just catering, um, you know, and I get to talking to uh, some of my clients' guests, um, and and then they find out that I'm a nutritionist. They go, "Oh, this and all that," and there's always something that somebody has, um, you know, or wants to know more about in that um, area. So I, I do feel like it's just. Uh, it's it's just a great conversation starter and it's really nice for people to 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 have a chef who actually can sort of um you know be able to give them an insight onto both sides um you know not just how to make something but also like it's good for them to be eating that sort of thing i think that's very exciting because you've got that really nice combination and then you also do your food photography courses is that right you're still doing those well, I was, I was, um, me and uh, the lovely Sarah, um, Sarah Lauren Photography. We were gonna, we were gonna do a course together, um, and it never managed to get off the ground this January. And I think Sarah's decided to take a bit of a d- different direction with her nutrition. Um, so we've sort of parked that one for now. Um, uh, I would like to to do that, and I was going to be doing that with. Um, on the CNM uh, natural chef course, but um, as I said, I've taken a bit of a back foot from that just due to the location, and um, and so we'll see we'll see what happens in the future. I'd like to definitely merge those two um, and and look at doing that at some point. Mm. Well, so. definitely very talented <laughs> in that you are for sure. Um, so, what are some things that you have coming forward? Are you thinking? I, I know how you are. You probably have multiple ideas. Is there stuff that you've got coming forth in the future that you'd like to talk about that you're doing? Well, I mean, this uh, mind body plate sort of course that I've got um, many different ideas for. Um, I don't want to promise anything anytime soon just because um I don't see yeah I don't see any point in in uh in rushing um but yeah I'd really like to be able to um give people uh, a very easy sort of go to um place where they can draw inspiration and and you know and just access information um that's going to be beneficial to their health and well-being um and hopefully give them some nice ideas and an inspiration. Um, so that is in the pipeline. And uh, I'd really like to, at some point, put some words down and maybe write some more um, blog posts. And who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so no recipe books in the outing in uh, in the well, future. Well, I mean that's that is definitely a dream, but. Um, We'll have to see if that happens. And and can I ask you about your mind body plate? You want to create a, an environment? Is it is it still sort of formulating in your mind what you want it to be? Or yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely still in very um, early stages. So uh, I think I'm I'm just focusing on um, you know trialing these sort of things on myself first at this point, and and then I'm gonna. Um, maybe share a bit more information about it that'll be exciting well i look forward to hearing about it i do so what else is there that we haven't talked about we've got through lots of things pretty quickly what what else is there that we could discuss that we haven't talked about right now (laughs) i feel like i have covered most of um what i have to say um off the top of my head I can't I don't know (laughs) don't worry about it it's really nice just to hear you tell your story so one of the things that I think is 
interesting is what would you say to someone who's wanting to make changes in their lives and do what's in their heart how would you what would you say to them follow your instinct Mm -hmm. and seek advice from somebody Um, there's something for everyone and you know don't be put off by something that doesn't work straight away um, and keep delving keep learning keep looking um, and until you get to the place where you want to be um yeah don't don't be put off by something that doesn't go right um initially and and I think the more people that you talk to um the more you sort of you continue on that journey and you will will get you closer to where you want to end up so yeah that's that's kind of what I'd say um and eat a variety of fruits and vegetables and (laughs) Uh, just feed yourself well you know look after yourself Mm -hmm. all of these um, things are so important Um, that's very good that's very good well I think it's I think what's interesting is you know you and I've talked a little bit about pathways in the industry and how people as as practitioners healthcare practitioners holistic whatever they're doing there's that mindset of oh I've got my certification or I'm, I'm qualified nutritional therapist does that mean I go this path and and I think that what's interesting is even in our own group everyone has been going down different avenues and doing focusing on different health issues health concerns or mm-hmm. modalities with your being all the different things you're doing with this you know being a chef and the courses the teaching uh, there's so many different aspects that we can follow and I I think that's one of the things that's really fascinating and interesting Mm. about what you're doing is that it's not just about seeing the clients you're doing the teaching and I mean we teach but you're showing people how to make these beautiful foods that's what I think is really exciting yeah I think it's being able to be adaptable and be creative and you know you don't have to just do one thing um, necessarily, you know, uh, like lots of different things feed into each other and it just, it just enriches um, your life as well as other people's lives, um, you know, rather than just feeling like you need to, to stay focused on one thing, which, which, you know, can bode well um, for certain people. But for, for me, I, I really do enjoy being able to sort of um, have a few different things going on and uh and lots of different interests and um yeah keep it exciting Mm. and do you you like what you're doing are you happy doing yeah yeah I I actually am I keep sort of pinching myself going you know when I when I'm cooking and full full flow of cooking mode I'm I'm just thinking oh I'm so lucky to be doing this I love cooking and and then I get a bit bored of cooking when it gets a bit stressful and I'm like, oh God. And then I'm like, oh, nutrition, I absolutely love doing this. So, you know, it's really nice to have um, the, the opportunity to to delve myself into both avenues. Mm, that's really exciting. Well, listen, thank you. I think we'll leave it there for right now. Thank you so much for, for coming on my show. It's really been fun to have you on. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
Well, folks, that's all for today. I really appreciate your sitting in and listening in to Eloise's story and all the information she has to share with us. I find it so interesting to hear how people evolve and grow and how they come to be where they are at this time. And it's equally exciting to think about where they may be going in the future. And one thing I can guarantee is that Eloise's food tastes wonderful. Now, there are a couple of things I'd like to ask you. I'd like to ask you to subscribe to my podcasts. I'd also like to ask you to let me know how I'm doing because don't forget these podcasts are here for you. They're here to support, collaborate, communicate, educate, and inspire one another. So please do let me know if you feel like I'm striking the right chord. I'd also like to remind you to put a date in your diary. On Saturday, 19th September in Bristol at Engineer's House, Anita Beardsley of Love Nutrition and I are organizing an event, The Multifaceted Effect of Gut Health. We're going to be looking from science to clinical practice. This event aims to bring together a range of healthcare professionals to share innovative ways to support clients with a particular focus on gut health and its many manifestations. We are delighted to have confirmed Dr. Alan Desmond, Dr. Elizabeth Phillips, author Tanya Borowski, and Claire Sinton as our speakers on the day. We're also thrilled to say that we have the following sponsors, Pucka, Nutrigold, Genova Diagnostics, and OptiBac, all are gold sponsors, and we can't forget one of our main supporters is the Alliance for Natural Health. All of the links and information on them can be found on our show notes. I'd like to thank you once again for joining me on the show, and until next time, here's wishing you and yours the very best of health. Bye for now. Bye.